It's Monday. It's morning. It's macabre. It's Scones and Dars here with Monday Morning Macabre, We're episode here. numero 10. <laughs> That's double a big deal. Digis. We got doubledigis.org. We're getting that domain name. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we got a GoDaddy thing all ready to go. GoDaddy domain doubledigis.org. Yeah, doubledigis.org backslash GoDaddy domain. Peep that later in the show. First person to tweet that at us, we will send one like to. I so I say gift basket. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're gonna send you a three hundred dollars value of us recording an hour and a half of double digis. Give me a $300 gift card to our website. <laughs> Currently you has can, no merchandise. You can spend uh, $300 worth of contact us forms. It's going to be sick. <laughs> so, uh, you know, first burners, tweet us that. Shout out to you. Today is a scone original. Yep, I'm the Macabarista. He's the Macabarista episode serving us up tonight, today, this morning, whatever it is. Whenever you choose to listen to this, because that's the good thing about podcasts. Hey, it's like on-demand radio, you know? Let's just talk about this for three Imagine hours. Imagine if we had to do this live and everyone had to get in their cars and sit there and listen to us. <laughs> just drive in radio. They have to drive. Uh, unedited, too. Yeah. Yikes. We just sit in a kitchen yelling out of our window. Let all the people know we record for five hours and like yeah we whittle down the best so twenty nine <laughs> minutes out of a sixteen hour recording session. <laughs> we go through eighteen different stories yeah, every single horrible. time we record. Most of it's not even macabre. Yeah, my wife's missed me for the last four weeks, but <laughs> I gotta I, we gotta get that content. <laughs> it's all about the tent. It's all about you, the listener, and we're willing to risk anything for you. So today on Monday Morning Macabre, we're going to be talking... I'm excited. ...about the curious case of Matus Kowecki. Matus? How do you spell that last name? How do you uh, spell the first name, too? I don't, I don't know why it's... I might be saying it wrong. Singled it out the last... M-A-T-E-U-S-Z is the first name. M-A-T-E-U-S-Z. Or Matu? Mateus? Mateus? Anyway, last name? I'll go Mateus. I like Mateus. And Kowecki. Oh, okay. No, you don't have to explain that one. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, that one's just... You know, Kowecki. Okay, I've never heard of this, so I'm excited. I like that. Yes. Kowecki is a 30-year-old Polish man. Okay. He's from a small village called Hutkow in southeastern Poland. Hutkow. Hutkow. Or (laughs) H-U-T-K-O with an accent mark. Nice. And then W. Why don't we just spell the entire episode? I should have really just taken a class on Polish before I did this. Anyway... Matus Kowiecki. So he, he's from a small village called Hukkow in southeastern Poland. He's been working, though, in Hanover, Germany, because there's much more jobs in Germany, apparently, as a construction worker for about five years and lives with his father, who also works there in Hanover. Okay. So they're his both... family's back in Poland. Are they working the same job, or do they have different jobs? Does not say. Okay. So they're both working in Germany, originally yes. from Poland. Yes. With kooky last names. Yes. Mateusz has a long-distance relationship with his Polish fiance, who is expecting. Hey, shout out to people expecting. She lives in a village called Lipiagora in northwestern Poland. Okay. His fiance is preggers. What if she was expecting and not pregnant? She's like, well, any of these days a basket's coming to she's my doorstep. She's expecting, man. Like, <laughs> she's ready for anything. That stork you don't know is what she's route. expecting. So as she is about to give birth, Mateus, he's like, I'm going to go see her because that's my baby and that's what you do. 
Dude, I'm having flashbacks right now. Okay, this is like some deja vu. You know about now this? Now that you're saying details, like things are like coming back into my brain. Like, this is weird. I don't like this. Maybe this was you in a past life. It's starting to like... Nope, it is 2018, so it's not you in a past life. I think I know. He sets out driving his 1998 BMW 525. I don't know why they put in that detail. From Hanover. He's heading to Lipiagora in Poland after work around 11.30 p.m. on March 28th. 2018 so it's my it's yeah it's a year ago wow that is super recent Mm -hmm. he's due to arrive around 8 to 9 a.m it's a long drive the following morning it's a 747 kilometers or 402 miles for you hey if you're (laughs) oh we are very american yes however mateus never made it to lipiagora according to the father mateus was called that morning at 10.30 a.m. on March 29th, and his son tells him that there was a terrible traffic. So the guy's like, that's kind of weird. Like, you didn't call and be like, hey, there's terrible traffic? Wait, the dad thought it was weird that he didn't call? Well, I think it's weird that the the husband who's going to see his, like, fiancé oh, didn't call like, the fiance I'm in horrible traffic yeah. or something. He waited a total of two hours in traffic jams due to accidents and that he was around Sechin at that point. Sechin is a town on the Polish-German border on the way to Lipiagora. He's around 214 kilometers, which is 133 miles. <laughs> I mean, <easy>. <laughs> 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 to go from there. Around that time, he also sends a little text message to his fiance that he'll get there in about two hours. So he does, I guess he does, he sends a little, a little text message. Okay, so he, he tries to make contact with his fiance at yeah, least. Yeah, that's like the last communication, though. Like, that's the last so time. So the last thing anyone hears from this guy? Yep. Is a text message. What did the text message say? Do we know? Or is it just like a... It's just like, I'm going to be there in two hours. It's just like, what's up with... <laughs> what's the deal with cars? <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> so, obviously, everyone's getting worried, and he stops answering his calls. Uh, the fiance gets in touch with Mateus's sister at around 5 p.m. the 29th. So, this is the day he has not showed up. Everyone's like, where is he? It's 5 p.m. He still hasn't showed up. He's not answering calls. No one's able to get through. His phone rings, but he does not pick up. Later that evening, Mateus' mom goes to the police, but they discourage her from filing a report as it's just too early and they will likely that turn shit. up. Like, if, I feel like if you have enough evidence to be like, hey, this person's missing and it's some, like, it's, it's not the usual, like, you know, occurrence. If they have enough backing evidence, there should be at least some interest, maybe. I don't know. It just, that always rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. The family eventually reports it to both the German and the Polish police, but the German police are like, nah, no thanks. Like, it. Polish police are on it and uh the disconnect and I guess like what the writer describes as a bureaucratic barrier between the German and Polish police is really apparent throughout the entire ordeal so that's a common theme to look at okay so this is like one another case of like policing gone not ideal it's like when like the cops are there and then like the FBI shows up and they're like this is our case yeah they're like this is our jurisdiction and they're like hey what are you doing yeah but instead it's two different countries police okay that sounds incredibly problematic and feels like something they should, probably should have figured out by now. Yep. So the <laughs> Polish police are asked by the family. They're like, hey, can you find Mateus's cell phone? Uh, the police are unable to do so because he was using a German SIM card. Okay. So they're like, Whoa. ask the German police. They're like, no, we can't oh, find him either. This sound, I already can tell how fucking obnoxious this is going to be. Yep. But and the German police can't find him because he disappeared in Poland. So he's out of Germany, so the German police can't find him, but he's using but he's a, a German, German phone, so the Polish people can't find him. That seems like such an easy obstacle to overcome. Yep. Like Later, 
The Polish police claim that Mateusz's phone never connected to a Polish network at all. It is unclear where Mateusz received the call from his father then. Okay, so... Like how did he call his How dad? did he... Okay, if he wasn't in Poland... Well, so we, if he was only two hours away, he had to have been in Poland. Oh, I see what you're saying. As far as we know, it was from, like, his number and everything? It wasn't a yeah. burner phone or well, anything? Well, yeah. The, the father, I think, would have the contact. You would think imagine. so, yeah. Okay. That's or would have been mentioned, I think, if that was weird, the case. Weird, weird, weird. Obviously frustrated with the police, much like you are. Mateus' yep. family begins their own investigation. They took it into their own hands. Hey, they're rolling up them sleeves, <laughs> pulling up them bootstraps. We're keeping that in what's for sure. The, what's the character is that? to be Droopy Dog. It's the really depressed dog. What's yeah, Droopy Dog. Okay. Money, money, the Polish and the German police to cooperate. He's like Molman from The Simpsons, but he's like a dog. It's all like the same character. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, he was definitely earlier. Than, isn't he Hanna Barbera? This is fucking spooky. Goodbye. Later, Droopy Dog. Thanks to our guest, Droopy Dog. Anyway, alrighty. So they begin their own investigation and thoroughly check the entire route. So they're like on the road being like looking for a car or like a hitchhiker. Yeah, so they, they backtrack like, the whole thing. Yeah, everything. Well, uh, yeah. I got that. I like that. Uh, they That's even go word. into the side streets and uh, they check with gas station staff and they ask like different businesses for like their surveillance tapes. They go around in like markets along the border. With like, they have like pictures and posters. It's kind of like when people like look for dogs. I was literally just about to say, this is all the things I would do if my dog got lost. Yeah. I would be like, hey, gas station attendant. Maybe she had to like get some gas or something. I don't know where she is, but I need to find my doggy. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, no, there is. Okay. Yeah, you must have heard your name. Droopy dog, get out of here. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> and back to very somber... Unfortunately, this loved one was still missing. <laughs> no new clues appeared for the next six months, and it seems that Mateus, along with my kids, Droopy Dog, get out of here, Droopy. All right, now you just got to imagine Droopy Dog's the head investigator on this whole thing. He's like, well, I need the Germans to collaborate. Droopy, you're ruining the whole podcast. Get out of here. <laughs> he just wants to be back in the limelight. Yeah, he's been he's been out of work for a while. Yeah, he's like, I, I fucking need this. <laughs> Well, please, I need a break. A no, big hey, no, break. Anyway, no new clues appear for the next six months, and it seems that Mateus, along with his car, have disappeared entirely. The family is then featured on multiple television networks and complains that the police are not doing enough. Yep. So this was all in March. It is now September 12th. Still no body or anything? Still missing? Still no sign of nothing. Uh, that is a bad sign. Nope. I'm no droopy dog detective, but Great. I know that the first 48 are pretty important. Yep. September 12th, a neighbor comes to Mateus's mom to ask about their barn, as it's been smelling for a while. That's always what... Uh, I hate it. Since July, at least. That's so... Ugh. And the I neighbors are starting to complain. They think it's probably a dead animal, because it's a barn. Animals die. How close could this barn? It. Okay, either this smell it's had to right. have been so bad that like it traveled across a farm, or they would have been very close to the barn. The neighbor eventually asked the mother if he can check below the barn's roof. Half of the barn was walled off, creating a room in an attic on top of that room. She agrees, so he climbs up and sees a pile of clothes. Upon inspection, he finds out it's actually a dead human body. Mm, Mateus, a right. severed head. <gasps> Whoa, and a torso. There are also two separate nooses hanging from the roof, 
and a backpack on the floor. Everything seemed to be Mateus's belongings, yet the corpse is too decomposed to be ID'd. Jesus. Mind you, in March, Mateus wasn't headed for his family's house in the southeast of Poland. Instead, he was heading to his fiance's in the northwest. So he's on the opposite side of the country. Well, not the country, but you know what I mean. He's yeah. heading in the wrong direction in Poland. Hundreds of feet from where he grew up. Like in his parents' backyard. There's two nooses? 635 kilometers away from where he was supposed to be. Going. Okay, can you put that in U.S.? Uh, nope, it, the writer did not do it there, and I can't do it off the top of my head. I don't think we can contain. <laughs> I have no idea. I wonder if. Too bad Drooby Dog's gone. I bet he knew. Anyway, between the two towns. So basically, from one side of the country, like it's literally almost the entire length of the country. Jesus. And his home village was about as far from Germany as you can get in Poland. So, do. Okay, I'm going to kind of jump around here. Do yep. we know what is in the backpack? Is there anything in the backpack that is identifying him as Mateus or as like... Uh, yes, there is. Well, we'll get to that. Okay. Was he standing on a big brick of ice and then it melted and then that's why there's water on the ground? <laughs> he had a fox, a goose, and a grain of sand. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to cross a river. <laughs> How did he get to the southeast of Poland? <laughs> the police, you know, every hey. reliable of these stories we tell here, quickly determined the cause of death to be a suicide. Nice. Hand over all of Mateus' stuff back to his family. Okay, that uh, I mean that's I, I understand that one. That's what I'm thinking as well. I the but only here's oh, where oh, it gets weird. Oh baby! Four days after having found his body, Mateus's family finds his shoe in the barn with his severed foot still in it. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> this points to the police Whoa. not having done their job at all. <laughs> yeah. And did not collect evidence. And it brings up the question of why this didn't come up during any kind of autopsy. That's a really good point. Wait, so they they never found this foot until someone else had just walked? Someone just stumbled across it. Like the cops didn't find it in there. The autopsy wasn't like that guy's got no foot. And this is the Polish police doing the autopsy, I assume? Mm-hmm. How do you miss a It's, it's, it's a, deep in Poland. That's Poland. real weird. Okay, so we get a severed head, a severed foot, and a torso. Some or all of Mateus's teeth are knocked out and Jesus. stuck to his clothes with what appears to be blood. So, okay, 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 okay. Severed head, no teeth. That are all teeth, stuck to his clothes all stuck to on his torso. the severed body. Jesus Christ. While a head, you know, it can get severed when the head's like, you know, the body can I was going to say, that's what I'm can, thinking is that like, it was such a long time that it's totally possible that maybe just the weight of the body on like the neck, you know, something like. But for the te- it to fall, almost all the teeth to get knocked out and then jump over to the yeah. clothes and get stuck to it with blood. Is it, do teeth like rot and fall out onto maybe after that much time? Maybe, but there would have had to have been wet blood for it to dry to it. That's true. Either way, the, the, the chances of it happening seem very slim. Yeah. And there's also a lot of bloody patches on his clothes, although these are difficult to distinguish considering the clothes are fairly dirty. Inside of his backpack, there is a Polish water bottle with cigarette butts inside and an orange juice box. Box? Yeah, like a juice box. Oh, oh. Tase's family claimed that he has never liked or drank orange juice. A it's small a weird detail, detail. But still weird. <laughs> it's still weird. <laughs> all this potential evidence is released without any analysis at all. By the cops. They don't do any kind of... Almost none. Do they do like DNA or anything on the clothes or any fibers or any kind? Like, Nope. And you they didn't do anything. Doesn't look like it. No, they were, it's a suicide. Like, here's the body. Smell you later. We got stuff to do. Literally smell you later if you're in the neighbors. Yikes. Caught him. <laughs> Biggest mystery of all, though, where's the car? Oh, I didn't even think about it. Holy shit. To this right. day... It's not uh, found? 
what is it uh, December uh, whatever uh, the year of our Lord 2019 yep that's today it has not been found or seen whoa no trace of the car at all not in Germany and not anywhere okay so all of this evidence is now obviously leading towards potentially homicide slash foul play involved where maybe somebody stole the car but why would they drive to the parents house the keys and vehicle registration were never found either, despite his wallet, which was in the backpack. Furthermore, among the things that were found with the body was also his phone. So they did, they did find his phone. Yes, and on it, there was one more call outgoing the phone to his uncle on March 30th. So he disappears the 29th. No one hears from him until Til well, the next day. No one, or no one him sees him again. And, but September then the next 12th. day, there was a call placed. There was a call placed. It seems to be like an accidental dial as it only lasted for less than a second and never went through. Holy shit. So it, the uncle's phone never yeah, never connected. had a call. Now, so there was a call to the dad, though? Like, that's confirmed? So how would to the, the uncle. No, 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 but I'm saying, like, were they saying that the cell, t- like, they didn't have any cell, rec- like, records of it calling him? They couldn't phone? find the phone. But no, I'm saying, didn't they, like, the police try and track the cell phone records and they said there weren't any? They couldn't track the phone to try and find the body. They couldn't do like a locate my oh, phone type of thing. Oh, I see. Cellular I see tracing. And obviously, okay, so yeah, that's, so we know he was, or someone had his phone. Yeah. That day. Yeah. Or he tried to call someone and something or someone else prevented it. True. Also, in the attic, where his body was apparently hanging, is more or less in full view from the ground inside the barn. And the family says that they used the barn throughout the summer, so it's pretty unlikely that they would not notice a hanging body. So are you saying that there's a possibility or they think there's a possibility that someone like brought the body there after the like months afterwards to be like, oh, yeah, it's a suicide. It and took the, them like five months to do it or whatever. Yeah. Like the body, like they, I don't know what they were doing with the body. Jesus. Or they had him kidnapped and then killed him like oh. in early September. But then how would they know where he lived? Unless he told, I don't know. Unless, yeah, they tortured him. Ooh. Sock it to me, sock it to me, baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> True. That was like a weird, I don't know what that one was. It sounded so flirtatious right Ooh. there. So Ooh, to me. That's, I mean, there's a lot of, what is like the leading theory? Do we have, is there like a? Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to a. Okay, keep going. The writer thinks it's also strange that given how tiny Masseuse's village was, that no one noticed Matus, Mateus. Or anyone else wandering around and trying to gain access to the barn because it's locked. On a TV program as well, there was a prosecutor, not the one who was investigating. So I don't know why he chimed in. He also claimed that they found a public transit ticket from Poland. which On dated, the body? Dated past his disappearance. Oh. So that might be how he so got So why didn't they, did they like run DNA on that? So they can find out if it's him holding the ticket or someone else? Nope, because the police and the public prosecutor assigned to the case maintained that the death was a suicide and refused to investigate it any further. That's so stupid. Despite appeals and efforts by the entire family. That's so dumb. Like, obviously, suicide's not really likely. He had a fiancé and, like, a kid on the way. You, I mean, yeah, there's, I mean... Obviously, like, you, you don't know for sure or whatever yeah, if he like, was, was dealing with something, with but, like, there's a lot of strange occurrences going on with this. Yeah. Also, it doesn't make sense because, like, if someone did kill him, it's insane that they could have got, it, like, brought his body all the way there, found his family's barn, yeah. broke into it. All of, yeah, there's a lot of steps. Thing. 
you have to be like a serious professional at killing and staging. Right. And then murders. Even then, why would you not like do it in a cleaner way? Like why, why wouldn't you the body? Like why would you bring it all the way there? Why would you have the teeth still like on the thing? You know, like there's a lot of weird in the foot. Although in this kid, if he was kidnapped in that scenario, he still would have had to have been dead for a long time because of how long the decay was, right? Like he was unrecognizable like that. That's a lot of decay, I would imagine. Yeah. So there's, this is, <laughs> I'm still confused as to why the foot was never found brought by, up. Yeah. Did I'm they, also wondering if it was him on the phone. Yeah. For the call in the traffic. Oh, you're saying that, well, you'd think the dad would know though, right? If I it, guess. Like, it depends on how old his dad is. <laughs> yeah my dad would be like i don't want to buy shit <laughs> <laughs> like dad it's i'm coming home for christmas <laughs> it's like listen i don't need it stop calling this number and the car doesn't make sense if it's suicide yeah why would he ditch the car somewhere take True. a train to his parents that is, house okay that is the biggest himself. like thing that makes me think this was not suicide that it's like foul plays in a carjacking or is something. that yeah there, there's no just the car just gone and nobody's seen it maybe Oh, I guess what should said, but I wonder what his home address is on his license. Oh, but like, so why would you? Awesome's like, oh god, like looks let's in there. Bring him to his house. But yeah, how do you get his body on a train? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things. It doesn't like nothing adds up. I'm very to con- either theory yeah. of him being killed or him. That's so weird. Is now is there a leading theory among people who have like read this? I have not found any. It might be because it's like really new. This person, this commenter, uh, chronically ill, <laughs> says, I think he left the car somewhere else relatively close to his mother's house as not to alert her of his presence before committing suicide. How would they not have found the car then? And then the car was stolen. Okay. I guess. All right. Is there an Unsolved Mysteries Reddit on this? Because they always have That's exactly good where sh- I found it. <laughs> oh, hey. Unresolved Mysteries. Original post by you slash uncle underscore Sam 01. Thank you, uncle, uncle underscore Sam 01 for having your finger on the pulse of Poland's weirdest mysteries. <laughs> he actually links a bunch of the stuff. That's how I came across it. And I checked out like I Googled it. I looked at a lot of stuff. I looked at a bunch of the links he has. Everything's in Polish. This is really a uh, locally Polish story. Yeah, so it's very low. Yeah. Yep. So it doesn't have that kind of national attention where you get all these people with theories right now. It's still crazy to me that in this day and age, someone can like disappear like that with the amount of technology. And although I don't know if this part of Poland is not as. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm talking out of my rear end on this one. But like just the fact that there's no way to track or he didn't have any kind of technology on him that could get his location. It's like. Almost mind-blowing to me in this day and age. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of the people in the comments are just kind of talking about the same stuff we did. Like, why would a killer hang onto a body decaying for six months and drive it all the way across an entire country (laughs) (laughs) just to hide it in a barn? True. Especially if the family thinks they didn't see it all summer, so the body had to have gotten there, like, late summer or, like, early September. Also, we should say to the listener, like, this is a very fresh story, so the family's still very much around, so we're just wildly speculating. <laughs> the The original writer also brings up the, it's an example of missing white woman syndrome. What is missing white woman syndrome? It's like, uh, it's what they call the trend where if a missing person is a missing white woman, there is much more effort and resources put into locating them than oh, any other demographic. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Damn. And yeah, he points out that it's like, 
dozens of women who went missing in Poland that get a ton of media coverage and they go missing under much less mysterious circumstances like oh they ran away with their boyfriend or like stuff that's like oh we know where yeah, they yeah, are we yeah. just don't know where they are right whereas this one's like none of it makes sense why yeah why the, does nobody care why didn't the autopsy show that he didn't have a foot that is the most frustrating i can't imagine how frustrating that must be to be like how are you not seeing the insanity that's going on here without and not have an autopsy or like an investigation done into it and imagine all the trauma of finding your son in the barn dead and then you're like oh that's so crazy and you try to move on and like later you find his foot in the yeah. barn like that's uh, insane that is yeah a shoe with the foot still in it that is super creepy. Why two nooses? <laughs> like every time yeah, I like that also doesn't make sense either. Why two nooses? Unless was one wrapped around his foot. <laughs> okay. Ooh, I don't know. If that's that's what makes me think there was someone else involved. Whether or not it was going to be like a group suicide, and the other person was like, "Nope, see you later," or if I don't know. This is just a big question mark. Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense in this. Literally, nothing makes sense. But no. it is macabre. It is macabre. Well, damn. Pretty crazy. Yeah, I would check it out on Unresolved Mysteries, that post. Uh, and if you have a browser that supports Translate, check out all those Polish websites. <laughs> or if you speak Polish and can read oh, yeah. Polish or if, Polish, or if like, you are Polish. nuts. Or tell us. Ooh, write Ooh, in. Yeah, write in if you're Polish this. and you have more information. That would be Yeah, if you have a theory super... based on your, like, your, I don't know, better knowing of the area and the culture, like, I don't know if you can get much happen. better than what we've done so far. <laughs> We are. Uh, listen, between me, you, and Droopy over there, <laughs> we've got. I think we, we might know all there is. I think we got all the secrets. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone, and that is the story of Mateus Kowicki. The story of Mateus. That is a wild mystery i i really would love to hear what people who are closer to the story have to say and by that i mean like polish listeners or yeah. anyone who speaks polish can better decipher what these articles have in them and it is very recent too so i hope True. they find it just for the family's sake like, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> there's a lot of like the stuff we listen to, i mean talk about where it's like oh that right. happened hundreds of years ago and everyone's already dead yeah it's not like bobby dunbar's last tweet was yeah. on a- <laughs> was fire <laughs> was um, fucking 400 retweets bro <laughs> and only one reply all right we hope they find out what happened to get some solace yeah that's episode number 10 that's the double digit number 10 do, do, the droopy dog double digit a decade of monday morning macabre that's how that works <laughs> can you believe it's been 10 years holy shit one episode a year and you got in on the ground floor <laughs> listener. see oh. you in a year everybody be sure to check out our socials, Twitter, MM Macabre Pod, Instagram, Monday Morning Macabre, Facebook, Monday Morning Macabre. And as always, our website, www.mondaymorningmacabre.com. Check it out for uh, show notes. We'll post some pictures and all the articles that have to do with this very recent macabre event. Yeah, we'll, we'll link you guys to that uh, mysterious that uh, Reddit mystery, wow, un- unsolved mystery Reddit. Yep. And... I think that's everything. And thank you to everyone at Slingendingers Audio. Have a good Monday. Have a good Monday. Boom.